Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I want to say I can, and I've done this multiple times, use a, a rubber band and show no a way. house slide. No, no way. way. Help everybody. How do I tell my parents that I want to do my degree plus master's plus PhD in mosquitoes? This is your daily catch up. This episode is brought to you by the National Environment Agency of Singapore. So Singapore has been battling a severe dengue outbreak since the start of 2022. There have been actually more than 26,000 cases reported already, oh. which is actually five times more than the previous year's total number of Damn. cases. Oh, wow. Yeah. So dengue can lead to serious health consequences, as we all know. But the good news is there are ways to prevent mosquito breeding as well as protect yourself from dengue. So on to the episode. Yeah, so today we have Associate Professor Christina here Ooh. to give us more insight into this. She actually... <laughs> hey, carry on the episode, please. <laughs> Cannot have stagnant water, so he... <laughs> she actually has a really interesting job. So she's an entomologist. Do you know what that is? Yes, of course. Um, we saw the paper. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the study of insects. So that's what she does like professionally, which is very interesting to me at least. Which so is like a childhood dream. Can yeah. you share a bit about like what you actually do my also why yeah why would i do something like that hi hi denise hi everyone so yes you're right i study insects um specifically mosquitoes and even more specifically the aedes mosquito and the reason why i got into this was i was always fascinated by insects and i thought that why not put that fascination to good use and study something that would help people would benefit mankind you know to get rid of mosquitoes and to combat infectious diseases so it sounds kind of really cliche but i I want to do to do some good for the world. Right, That's right, why right. I studied mosquitoes. But what? How do you develop that fascination? Right. Like if I see mosquito, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was studying medical parasitology at the time, which is the study of parasitic parasites, diseases. Yeah. Parasites, exactly. Gotcha. Um, so I was actually more interested in the disease <laughs> slow down, side. Slow down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, parasitomor- <laughs> <laughs> Parasitology. Um, parasitology. So then I actually got inspired by this professor who taught me, and he was a medical entomologist, which meant that he focused on the mosquito rather than the parasitic disease. The carrier. Uh, exactly, precisely. Mm. The carrier. What are like examples of like the parasitic? Uh, oh, malaria. Malaria oh, is okay, like okay. one of the biggest. Malaria is a parasite. It's a parasite. Malaria Isn't is every a parasite. Isn't every bacteria a parasite? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> right, uh, there, they just leave off you also. Right? There are parasites, there are bacteria, there are viruses, and um, you know those are different types of pathogens. There are fungi as well. Mm. I feel like I'm sec two, but then I go for the sec four, sec, sec four science class. I don't know what was going on <laughs> Your whole life <laughs> so, so yeah I was inspired by this professor So his name was Chris Curtis And he was amazing Because he's the one That invented um, Insecticide treated nets No yes. He invented it He, he did, wow. he, did. Okay. he pioneered it And then he, um, he, he campaigned For these nets To be given out um, yeah. To people for free mm. And it really helped Sorry hold up He invented mosquito nets 
Um, no, he with, pi- with insecticide treatment. With insecticide. Oh, the other thing he did, which is really interesting, is he um, he invented the use of polystyrene beads, and he put them in Zanzibar in this field trial. He put them on the top of cesspits or pit latrines yeah. where people used to go to the toilet. All uh-huh. these water bodies, which were breeding Cesspit, Culex mosquitoes. Uh. Also, that shithole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bog. <laughs> The toilet. Yeah. Um, so these polystyrene bees expanded, and they prevented the mosquito larvae from breathing, and they all suffocated underneath. And mm. he reduced the. The way she says they all suffocated in a really it's nice tone. Yeah. yeah. Best way to kill mosquitoes. <laughs> 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 very there. <laughs> so yeah, it reduced the um, number of population of Culex mosquitoes in that town by 98 percent. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. Wait, but the most. So you said you already had a fascination with insects, right? Yeah. It started with mosquitoes. Like, it say did. what, like cockroaches, all that? Like oh, no, no, no. They're disgusting. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 I'm actually scared of cockroaches. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that make your work very difficult? No, because thankfully they don't really coexist. I, I mean, apart right. from yeah. in our homes, but they're, so the breeding places are not quite the same. The behavior actually, is not the same. If you okay, study okay. insects, like, you're going to pay money to study, so it's not cheap, right? And you. you you have, might have to go overseas to study insects, yes. right? There's not many jobs that would pay well outside of mosquitoes, hey? Like, if you study beetles, for example, like specialize in beetles, yes. you just can't be rich, eh? You could join a pharmaceutical <laughs> company because like, there might be needs for like antidotes or like True. certain sure. things. Like that. <laughs> and sure. And they pay or well. like space exploration, see so a cockroach can die. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I think Perhaps. most people who go into studying insects and stuff, they do it to better mankind Ag- rather mm. than to make money. They could yeah, go to yeah. WHO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah WHO is. No, no, but I mean, you need to feed your family. Right? But okay, okay. <laughs> no, it's interesting to me because, like, if you have a strong love for animals like me, then, like, zoology might be something mm-hmm. that you consider growing up. Then you want to go out and take care of animals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you study insects, you're probably going to get rid of them. Like, for mosquitoes, at least. Right. No, but when, when you study mosquitoes, do you love mosquitoes or you just love the, the study of mosquitoes? Yeah. I love the study of mosquitoes for a bigger purpose, which is public health, Got improving you. public health okay. in countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Like yeah. I have a pet mosquito. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you definitely kill them. So you would kill them. You definitely kill I would definitely kill them. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end objective is to get rid of mosquitoes and get rid of infectious diseases. Got you. Right. As the foremost expert, yeah. uh, what is actually the best technique, right? To to clap for a mosquito, to like kill a mosquito. <laughs> like well, that. You know, honestly, that's what I do at home. If I see, if I know that there are mosquitoes at home, I know somebody's getting bitten, I will hunt down that mosquito and I will just clap and kill her as well. You hunt down a mosquito? Yes, yes. Oh, I, oh, I she, can lose her track. Her job of, is to study oh the. God. She needs to yeah. fly past. Need to keep oh, track. I, I want to say I can, and I've done this multiple times, use a, a rubber band. No way. Housefly. No, no way. way. Mosquito yeah, cannot. Yeah. Housefly. Next time you video. Yeah, it must land lah, not mid, not mid flight lah. It must land. And and just. I've done it multiple times. Not always first try. I've done it multiple times. Is it true that if a mosquito lands on like say my arm right, I flex it, then it cannot, it gets it will stuck, burst. and then I can. Oh, no, I heard it explodes. Oh. No, it's true because when you're flexing your muscle, the mosquito is sort of stuck while she's trying to blood feed off you. So um, so she gets stuck for a while and then it's easier to smack her. In fact, when she's biting you, it's easier to smack her than when she's like <laughs> flying around. Because once she's busy feeding on you, um, she's a bit preoccupied and then you can kill her. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Wait, oh. she, as in like males don't drink blood. 
Yes, so male mosquitoes don't bite. Um, female mosquitoes are the ones who uh, bite because they need the protein in your blood to produce their eggs. So males right. don't bite at all. Um, males are actually good mosquitoes. They feed on flower nectar and plant What juices. can we draw from that about Mosquito humans? Mosquito feeds on nectar. Yes. Mosquitoes are important pollinators. So we can't get rid hey, of them. Hey, tell me mosquito useless. Yeah, I, 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 read, <laughs> I read somewhere, right, that like you know how like the earth has this ecological balance right and if you remove all one species will affect others but the mosquitoes are one are that one species that if we eradicate it doesn't really affect yes and no i in fact actually mosquitoes are a very important um source of biomass in the food web um they are important prey for quite a lot of wildlife out there so fish eat mosquito larvae and there are other frogs eat the adults frogs lizards um dragonflies um Mm. bats and birds they feed on mosquitoes so Mosquitoes are important in that sense. Um, they are very useful. And then, as I mentioned just now, f- as pollinators, um, in fact, there are some wild orchids that depend exclusively on mosquitoes to pollinate them. Ooh. Yeah. And orchids are so important in Singapore because like, every time yes. there's a guest of honour that comes, you always give them a new yeah, strain exactly. of orchids. If not, then how will we welcome our guest of honour in Singapore? Exactly. Yes. Thanks, mosquitoes. Yeah. Shams and other one of our producers, and I actually did a pre-interview with Prof, right? And... So Shams asked her this question, right? When she told me, I laugh at her. So I say, why would you ask such a question? So yeah. she said, right, her mom has been complaining that like they stay on 12th floor. Ma. Last time she said her house, no mosquitoes one. Then she said nowadays, right, it's because mosquitoes have evolved, right? So that they can fly higher. Then now in her house got mosquito. So she asked her, is it true? Yeah. Then I like, why would you ask such a stupid question? <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it, yeah, Denise. So it it wasn't stupid at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shams. It was an amazing question. Um, nobody in the world had looked at how high mosquitoes flew. Or I wanted Until to look at you. that. Yeah. Until Shams' mum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in Singapore, it's really important because over ninety five percent of us actually live in these high rise buildings. Yep. So it's important for us to know if we live on the top floor, are we at the same risk of being bitten by mosquitoes and getting dengue as somebody say living on the bottom floor? So what I did was to release mosquitoes um, but first I glued their mouth parts shut so that they couldn't bite anyone <laughs> then I released them in this building wait you glued their mouth yeah so I anesthetized <laughs> wait, wait, them I no. it was a figure of speech she no. said very creepy things yeah, yeah. 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 Just <laughs> let, uh, let them suffer yes. suffocate them sorry. they're just mosquitoes it's yeah no no sure sure we are, we are on board killing them but no but yeah. how did you yeah. glue <laughs> you uh, glued their the mouth slogan yeah. not all life is precious yeah. <laughs> One by one. Yes, one by one. So, wow. So fun also. Oh my god. Okay, I understand now. I see I see the appeal. Now you want to study mosquitoes as well. so amazing. Um, but the mosquitoes are like... <laughs> <laughs> um, because now, of course, we're releasing male mosquitoes. So it's okay. They don't bite. They don't, they don't bite. Anyway. Yeah. But in those days, I was releasing female mosquitoes. Okay. Because I was tracking their eggs. So it had to be female mosquitoes. Okay. Mm. So I couldn't release mosquitoes that would bite anybody. So what I did was it's to... ethical thing to do. It is, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Have to take these things into account. Okay, don't stop slowing down, 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 down. Oh, <laughs> uh, So I, I blood fed them and uh, with this heavy metal marker and I anesthetized them. I laid them all out in a row and then I put a tiny blob of glue on their proboscis. And then they woke up like within, you know, a few five minutes or something. Then I put them back into the cage and then the next day I released them in the field. Um, so then they flew all over this building as well as um, outside in the open terrain and then they laid their eggs in these traps that I had set up and then I went back to collect the eggs and then I analysed each egg to see whether they were containing my heavy metal marker and if they did then I knew that they were from my mosquitoes that I had released oh. to track how they I moved. was wondering how yeah. she like she released yeah. it right? then how yeah. she yeah. got the trick yeah. order. Yeah. Sorry? How they come back? Yeah. How did they come back? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> they fly past the girl. So whenever they, the mosquito fly past, then you can hear the. Mm, it's because their mouths are glued shut. They couldn't feed they So they, they died for, for a few days yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is like years for them Yeah exactly Yeah. But the amazing thing is that For this study In this high rise apartment building Whenever I would tell this story In lectures The students would always ask me um, Did the mosquito take the lift To go upstairs You know Did she yeah. really go up to I would the think some of them did lah, No, no they, Well firstly The lift button is too big For them to press But secondly This building <laughs> 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 That's why they're the tiny No as in like If I go inside the lift Then the company. mosquito follow me Yes, definitely. They could have done that. But this building was empty. It was vacant. Nobody was living there because apparently it was haunted. So nobody wanted to live there. The mosquitoes don't know that. Mosquitoes didn't know that. So they flew in and out through every window and laid their eggs. So it was real movement, not lift movement. Okay. Yeah. So I found that in a high-rise building, the mosquitoes could easily move up and down um, within one day and lay her eggs at the top and at the bottom. So it means that um, all of us are at risk of dengue yeah. from mosquitoes. It doesn't no matter, matter whether how high you manage exactly. to conclude how high they can fly. Oh, well, right up to the 21st story and only oh. because uh, my study was limited by the height of, of the, the building. building yeah. So it could oh. potentially be higher as yeah. well. But I actually released her in open field as well um, to see how far she would fly. And at the time, you know, people in the world had said that mosquitoes don't fly very far. The Aedes aegypti mosquito doesn't fly more than 50 meters in her lifetime. But my study showed that um, within one day, she could easily fly in an area of at least 800 meters in diameter. And oh, again, wow. it was also limited by the size of my study. So your study actually dispelled quite a lot of the conventional yes, thing. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. And nice. also my study showed that Singapore mosquitoes are super, stronger. super stronger. It's Singapore. I learned that from a Malaysian uncle. Yeah. Standard Singapore. Oh. He, because uh, like, I was somewhere in JB like when I was younger and then like there were flies landing and the uncle just killed it very easily or rather I was complaining to the uncle or something like that then he said uh, just hit lah very easy to die one he said our mosquitoes here not like Singapore Singapore they drink your water your water a lot of chemicals so they're very strong <laughs> So there is some truth to it. Oh, there is, there is. Why is that so? Well, because in Singapore, um, NEA's dengue control program, which has been in place since like the, the 70s, is really comprehensive and really robust. And because of our good removal of breeding sites and public education and everything, we've actually removed a lot of the mosquito breeding sites. So the mosquitoes had to fly further and you know oh. put in a lot more effort to be able to breed so They've they have adapted out. yeah it's sort of evolution survival of the fittest okay. oh, everything yeah. in Singapore stress even blind mosquitoes so. and then they go tuition from a young we should to close the loop the, the Singapore water the water in Singapore has no chemicals so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all we have why <laughs> we are putting our misconceptions so, so this, is, this is probably not uh, insect question as much as a question about flight, right? But if you can answer this, right? Like, if an insect has a maximum height it can fly, and let's say I bring it to the to the hundred story in a box, right? So it will get there, then it can fly around my apartment on the hundred story, right? If I take it out and I put it above my window ledge, will it nose dive? You mean dive out of your window? Like, will it just fall? Will it fall? Because it's it unable stay? to fly a hundred. Oh no, no, I don't think so. I think I think mosquitoes can they can carry on kind. They they can be carried by the wind. And in fact actually when when um any um dengue inspection officers have gone to look at the high floors of um HDB blocks for instance, they found mosquito breeding right at the top and on the roof. Yeah, the, the, gutter. the roofing, yeah, the roof gutters of landed property and on the you know, H D B blocks at the top floors and everything. So naturally they do go that high. Okay. Right, right. So if let's say the both of us are sitting at, at a bench at East Coast Park, right? With sweaty, hairy legs, right? <laughs> Can I test? Yeah, really <laughs> quite hairy. What are the factors that determine whether we are more attractive to a female mosquito? 
So that's a really age-old question. Everybody has been asking that question. We do know that there are certain um, things that make somebody more attractive than another, even if we're sitting in the same place and we have the same amount of exposed skin. So one of the things would be your uh, body temperature. Oh. So mosquitoes are attracted to heat. Female mosquitoes are attracted to heat. So some of us have higher body temperatures right. than others. So then you would be more attractive. Also, the amount of um, carbon dioxide we exhale. Carbon so, dioxide? Yeah, mosquitoes are attracted to, they find us through the carbon dioxide we exhale. So yeah. Then why do yeah. most of the bites happen at our ankles, for example, as opposed to near our faces? Yeah. Because you will sweat, right? If it's at your, you were like that, ma. True, but the carbon dioxide ain't there. Eh? Yeah. Oh, this carbon dioxide is heavier, so it sinks. <gasps> no, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, mean yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Sounds I'm legit. not an aromologist, yeah. So like for the longest time, I had I've had relatives that tell like told me that if you eat spicy food, right, mosquitoes won't bite you. Is it true? Won't bite you. Mm. It is true that mosquitoes are repelled by certain um, substances. So I have heard that mosquitoes are repelled by like things like um, spice and garlic. Um, I think further studies need to be done by it, but it's possible true. But on the other hand, if you eat spicy food, your body temperature rises because you know high metabolism, right. so you're going to be more attractive. Oh, you got body odors or this? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That could be. It. Yeah. So actually, so body odor <laughs> is another thing that attracts mosquitoes, and we have different oh, compositions on our skin. So things like lactic acid, ammonia, octanol. These are things that attract mosquitoes and we have sort of different amounts of this and um, bacteria on our skin as well. So there are studies to show that um, people who have more bacteria on their skin are more attractive to mosquitoes than those who have less. But why they bite your ankles, John? That was a, that's a really good question because um, smelly feet. That's <laughs> oh, simple. No wonder your ankles oh, always get, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 In general, all our all of us have got smellier feet than other parts of our body because there's a lot of bacteria. Mm, so diplomatic. Yes, mm, are not, yeah. it's, it's not you, it's all of us. One man's yeah. trash is another man's treasure. For mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Treasure. Yes. So I'm guessing like this increase in numbers is due to like COVID happening and then circuit breaker, so everyone was staying at home and so then... Everyone started buying plants. No. Is it? Possibly, did, or like people were all staying in Singapore one Singapore had a whole plant phase during COVID. That's true, actually. Yeah. Well, we did. We did say that at the time when um, we people were staying home, there was um, there were more dengue cases, and it, it's possible that because we're at home and the Aedes mosquitoes live in our home with us, um, they have more of us to feed on. Mm. So there was some kind of correlation there. Yes. Okay. So at that point, we put out a lot of public communications, and we did a lot of community engagement to tell people that um, you know the risk is high right now because we're all at home, and Aedes mosquitoes mm. are day biters, so we're at home and they're biting us during the daytime. So we really have to be even more vigilant. Yeah. Are, are there certain times? Because I remember when yes. I was young, my mum always say, "Don't go around six p.m." or like some like something along those lines. Like, I can't remember which mosquito or what insect it was. It's your called. curfew, lah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> your mum was clever because at six p.m. at dawn and dusk, all mosquito species come out. So oh. the ones that bite you at night, as well as the ones that bite you in day, they're sort of more abundant. So oh. you have more mosquitoes. It's the in between. It's the crisscross. Yeah. Okay. Golden hour. Twilight. The golden hour. How many mosquito species are there? Well, in the world, there are over. 3,500 mosquito species. <laughs> and in Singapore? In Singapore, we have at, um, at the Environment Health Institute of the National Environment Agency, we actually did a study where we went into the field and we collected all the mosquito species we could find. Oh, a job. Found so fun, right? Is it just like it was really fun. Like yeah. it was, I'm so fascinated. We used the yeah. net to catch the adults and we used um, we okay, made these soup scoops to catch the larvae. Oh. Oh. It was amazing. It was really fun, really fun days. Um, we found over 180 <laughs> species of mosquitoes in Singapore alone. Right. Oh, wow. Anyway, so how do you explain this to your parents that I'm going to study mosquitoes? <laughs> like, this is my life's work. 
What's the sound of that? Is it the sound of people pushing the like, share, and subscribe to support <laughs> our channel? Don't forget to also turn on the notification bell and back to the episode. So, <laughs> um, you know, actually, my parents really understood and they were very supportive and they thought going around getting rid of mosquitoes and getting rid of in, diseases in the world is a really good thing to do. So they were very supportive. And um, my, my family has a medical background, so nobody was surprised oh, okay. and nobody was squeamish. And um, it was a, a really good thing. And also because, you know, we're always talking about how to get rid of mosquitoes at home. My explanation to them is it's really important to teach the public what's the best way of getting rid of mosquitoes. And um, that's why, actually, that's why I wanted to work for NEA. I thought that if we could go out there and help the public understand the dangers of mosquitoes and how we could get rid of them, then we could all collectively get rid of dengue in Singapore and, and in the region as well. Is dengue fever like from mosquitoes? You mean did it originate in the mosquito? Yeah. Oh. Because so, they just pass it around, right? Yeah. That's a really good question, John. Actually, they do basically pass it around. That, that's why they're vectors. So, um, usually the mosquito, when she's born, she's kind of clean or naive and she doesn't really carry Ew, dengue such a nice Only, yeah naive and then they pick up dengue by biting somebody who has dengue so for instance yep. if there's a mosquito flying around and you had dengue and you may or may not be showing symptoms the mosquito bites you then she'll bite me because she takes many blood meals in one um, cycle and then she'll pass dengue to me and she could bite all of us at the same time bite you Denise bite you John yeah. and then we all come down with dengue at the same time that's why you often see whole families coming down with dengue mm. but how yeah. did then get dengue in the first place oh, they bit somebody who so a lot of us somewhere else. Uh, somebody, so is dengue really else the most people's dengue. fault though no they're just really poor middlemen yeah, yeah they just yeah. try to eat so if we eradicate dengue within like a population yes so then there's just no way they can spread that, like, mosquitoes are no longer dangerous like in that sense or hey, these mosquitoes won't be dangerous yes you're absolutely right john but the problem is you can't eradicate dengue in a population because it's us who are yeah. carrying so unless you kill all of us yeah yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> all yeah. Us easier to kill the mosquito than kill humans yeah bigger net for that yeah you're talking about blood meals right yes sounds delicious how <laughs> how many times does a mosquito need to suck Feed. blood how many meals can they have? Like a day. Ah, uh, in a day. Oh, wait, uh, no. Um, it's not in a day. In her lifetime, she... Sorry, the lifetime is two weeks. It's roughly two weeks in the wild. But in, in the wild, because they're natural predators. But yeah. in the laboratory, we've managed to keep them alive for many months. Um, <gasps> so in my house, they survive for many months? No, probably not. Unless you've got natural predators in your house. Probably roughly a... about two weeks. Two weeks. Right. Um, so in her lifetime of about two weeks, usually she'll blood feed three times. Oh, but the amazing oh. thing is that each time she blood feeds, so she'll blood feed, then she'll rest, her eggs will mature. About three days later, she'll lay her eggs. And then after that, um, she'll be ready for another blood meal. Mm. But each oh. time a female, she sucks blood and she lays eggs, she'll lay about around 100 eggs each time. So in a mosquito's lifetime, she can lay about 300 eggs. She has about 300 children. Mm. So that's why we say it's so important to get rid of the source. You yep. know, source reduction is a more right. important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get rid of those eggs and larvae, you're really getting rid of a lot more mosquitoes than if you were just just chase that one adult and trap mm. and kill. I do realise that their lifespan was two weeks, so their turnover rate is like... Quite high really. Yeah it's yeah. insane They are like The epitome of life actually Yeah What do you mean They survive despite all odds They are so efficient In their yeah. mating They don't spend More than necessary time Having sex Then yeah. they just go and Yeah And lay 300 and Yeah then, And then die And then they, they just bite you one time Then That's it They are good eh? They are good for 100 babies yeah. yeah And in their lifetime They only bite three times Probably And in these three times They make dengue Such a thing in Singapore Yeah 
Amazing, right? Like how much of a cost for concern is it? If I get, right, what what's like the fatality rate or like the... Mm. How serious is dengue really? Dengue really can be very serious. Um, dengue can lead to dengue shock syndrome and can lead to dengue hemorrhagic fever and can lead to deaths. So um, because we have a really good dengue control program in place in Singapore, we've managed to sort of manage the dengue outbreaks and help with the sort of hospitalization and the care of dengue patients. But I would say that dengue really is a very serious cause for concern and it, it can't be taken lightly. I mean, like you mentioned, Denise, we have had over 27,000 cases of um, dengue this year alone. And this is five times more than the 5,200 cases we had in last year. And we've had nine deaths so far. But back in the huge dengue outbreak in Singapore in 2020, we had 31 deaths. So, you know, one death is one death too many, to be honest. Um, And it's in other countries, they're experiencing very large numbers of deaths as well. So it's it's really very serious. A few months ago, a friend of mine, um, she, she fell ill, then we thought she got COVID, right? Then after she say, oh, it's not COVID, it's just dengue because she went to the hospital. Then all of us is like, oh, okay, well, thank God, it's just dengue. She hospitalized for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what that's, my, that's the first person I know that can have dengue. What actually happens when I get dengue? So when you get dengue, you can either be symptomatic or asymptomatic. Oh. So some of us actually may have dengue. We may be carrying the dengue virus around, but we actually exhibit no symptoms whatsoever. Mm. But the majority of people probably will develop some kind of symptoms. And there's a spectrum from quite mild symptoms to very severe symptoms. And But some common symptoms that you could experience would be something like a sudden onset of fever for two to seven days. You can also have muscle and joint aches and you can have a skin rash and you can get easy bruising of the skin, you can get persistent vomiting, and in very severe cases, you get um, bleeding from your nose and from your gums, and that's when you have hemorrhagic fever. Are there like different types Oh yes. dengue? So there are four serotypes of dengue. Hmm. Dengue one, two, three, and four. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what a stupid question. (laughs) Yeah, 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 got four types, yeah. So all these four dengue serotypes circulate in Singapore at any one time. They circulate in the world at any one time. But um, of course, there are more than these four serotypes. There are over 100 um, strains of dengue. But the reason why we've actually seen an increase in dengue cases this year, we believe, is because we've seen an increase in the dengue 3 serotype. Three? Dengue 3, yeah. So we haven't actually seen this dengue 3 serotype in a dominant position in Singapore for the last 30 years. So we've seen a really um, increased number of this uh, of cases due to dengue 3 and our population has very little immunity to it. And that's why oh. many of us right, felt right, sick right, right, and okay. the number of dengue cases increased due to this dengue 3 serotype. Sorry, why do we not have like a dengue vaccine? There are dengue vaccines, oh. um, but um, as yet we are still um, exploring their effectiveness and whether or not they are something that we would um, use. But um, mosquito control is really the mainstay of dengue control. Which part of the world has the biggest mosquito problem? Amazon forest. But nobody Uh-oh. there. I want to say Africa. <laughs> For malaria. For malaria. I, I think it depends on which species of mosquito you're talking about. If you're talking about Anopheles mosquitoes, which are the carriers of malaria, then yes. Anopheles. Okay. Anopheles. Dif- different species. Yeah, compared we, to the Aedes. Compared yeah. to Aedes, okay. yeah. Southeast Asia, I would say, um, you know, Aedes is our problem here. Right, right, but right. in Africa, yes. And malaria is a huge burden in the rest of the world. But in Singapore, our primary c- uh, problem with mosquito-borne diseases is dengue. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're always telling everybody to do block and saw. We, John, Dan, do you know what 
block and swallow stand. I know, just throw it. Like, yeah. don't keep stagnant water. Yeah. Throw it off. Yeah. Wait, what is it? It's block and saw. Block and saw. Does it start acronym or something? B L O C K. Yeah, it's an acronym. Block that. Hey, I saw Monsieur over Block and saw. Yeah. Wait, wait. She said I'm right. You're you're right. The ultimate goal is to get rid of stagnant water. Wait, wait. You're right. You're right. You're right. The ultimate goal is to get rid of stagnant water. But NEA came up with acronyms block and saw to actually remind the public how to get rid of it so let me just remind block stands for break up your hardened soil you know you have your um, plant pots and often the soil hardens on the top and then water can stagnate and you get mosquito breeding L stands for lift your flower pot plates and empty them O stands for overturn your pails and wipe the rims C is change your water and your vases regularly K is keep your roof gutters clear and place my roof gutters and saw saw means you protect yourself and protect those living around you so you spray um, insecticide in dark corners around your home you apply insect repellent to yourself regularly and you wear long sleeve clothing and long pants especially if you think you have dengue to protect everybody okay so remember block and saw Okay. Okay. I'm always curious. So, like, I've I've been paying attention. Right outside my house, they have this banner that says your zone is now a green zone, orange uh, zone, uh, red zone. Do you know that there's four colors? I've only only seen three. What's the fourth color? It's purple. Yeah. What's purple? We rolled out this new purple dengue alert banner to tell people that there are high Aedes mosquito populations in your place. So the other other ones, the early ones, um, the traffic light colours, they were to tell people about dengue cases, you know, the red, right. oh, okay. So now we're going a step further in telling people about the Aedes mosquito population to say that your area is a high-risk area because you have so many mosquito vectors around. Right, right, right. Okay, right. okay. Yeah, so I was going to ask what the colours mean. Can we yeah. see the colour now? Go like, hey, we're green yes. today, like when we're driving past. Today? Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. like I think it one one time it went from green to like red, like in like yes. three weeks, and we were like, "What's everyone doing yeah. in the neighborhood?" Exactly. <laughs> but also not doing. So it's working. Way. It's working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that you paid attention to it. It's really important that we do pay attention to these uh, community alerts. I have another question, but like, yes. so, um, so Aedes mosquitoes are the carrier of dengue, yes. right? But what if a normal mosquito bites someone that has dengue? Can they carry it or only an Aedes mosquito that bites someone with dengue can carry it? Yes, you're oh. right. Only an Aedes mosquito. That's a clever oh. question. Only an Aedes mosquito because an Aedes mosquito is the vector of dengue. Got you. Why? Yeah. Also, they each got their own specialization. Right. They right. do. Like the rest die from it? No, they don't no. die from it. They just don't transmit. It, it, but it, it doesn't replicate inside. Say a Culex right. mosquito were to bite you oh. and you're carrying dengue, it yep. does not replicate the virus and does not transmit it. But Got one it. mosquito species can carry more than one type of virus. So Aedes aegypti carries um, chikungunya and Zika as well. So remember Zika. we had that big yeah, yeah, yeah. Zika scare in 2016 when we had the first case of Zika in Singapore. Right. At that point, it was really important that we get rid of Aedes mosquitoes as well because we knew we had the very competent vector in our country. Now we had this new uh, disease coming in, this new virus coming in, and it could um, this vector could pick it up and transmit Zika everywhere. Yikes. Zika wow. was really bad, bad news. So, yeah. When this Zika virus scare kind of came about, right, did Project Wobakia already exist? As you can see from her cup. You know, that that's, that's really... Interesting question, Denise, because what <laughs> happened was that we have been studying um, different types of um, new novel mosquito control methods for many years at the National Environment Agency. And we had done six years of um, risk assessment and lab studies into looking at Wolbachia. We were ready to launch on the 18th of October 2016. Very specific. Very Which is specific my that's the day when we were about to launch the project and do the first releases for the first time. And that's the day when we also announced that there was Zika in Singapore. Oh, yeah. Right. So that's why I remember it, yes. Right. So yes, it did um, coincide 
with the launch of the project. Can you explain to our viewers what is uh, Project Wobakia? Ah, so Project Wobakia Singapore is a novel control tool that ENIA has been looking into. Um, so we've done many years of, of research into it. And basically involves releasing male Wobakia carrying Aedes mosquitoes out into the environment to mate with the urban Aedes aegypti females out there. And they will successfully mate, but all the eggs they produce will not hatch mm. because they're not viable because of this incompatible mating between these Wobakia carrying males and the normal females. And then if you keep releasing these harmless males over time because they don't bite you, um, you will reduce the Aedes aegypti population in the community and then bring down the number of dengue cases. Science! It's yes. freaking easy. So yeah. Right? Yeah, when so I first read about it, I like, wow, yeah. build our it's own army. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How do mosquitoes mate? How do mosquitoes mate? Eh? It's nice. I think it's butt to butt. I think it's butt to butt. It is butt to butt. It's it's. Wait, what? Butt sex? Oh, I don't even mean butt sex. Abdomen to abdomen. So the male mosquito he identifies and pursues a flying female mosquito. The chase. Yeah. He has these sort of claspers at the sort of at the bottom of his abdomen, and he will use it to grasp onto the female, and then he will he will mate with her. Usually mating is over very fast in about 15 seconds Same. <laughs> <laughs> but you see female mosquitoes only mate usually they mate once in their lifetime but then she stores the sperm and she carries it around with her and she can use this sperm to fertilize her eggs throughout her lifetime oh, oh okay. wow, wow the, so efficient yeah very efficient but the purpose of the male mosquito actually his sole purpose in life really is to find female mosquitoes and mate with them <laughs> so <laughs> this goes back to how project wabakia is so um effective because we release <laughs> these good male mosquitoes out there and they go out to find all these female mosquitoes that we haven't been able to find and haven't been able to kill and then they help us to reduce the mosquito population honey male save so our lives yes. <laughs> so how do you create such male mosquitoes we mass rear them. We mass breed and mass rear them in the insectary. So any has this um, huge production facility. Yeah, the insectary, which has become a huge production facility, where we use engineering solutions and automation to actually produce um, millions of mosquitoes a week. So millions, millions. Oh, it's so scary. Wait, but there. how how do you reproduce a G, like a type of mosquito that in itself cannot reproduce? If yeah, yeah that, that was my question actually. Oh, oh that's a very Sorry. clever Sorry, question, John's question. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it also. I just never yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me, me also. <laughs> very clever. Um, so if you have <laughs> male mosquitoes that carry Wolbachia and female mosquitoes that carry Wolbachia, their mating is compatible, ah. and they will produce offspring. Okay. That there are also oh. So what is what is Wolbachia? Oh, Wolbachia is a naturally occurring bacterium that is already found in nature. So it's found in about sixty percent of insect species all around us. They're found in good insects such as bees, butterflies, dragonflies. Wolbachia is even found in some mosquito species such as Culex. But it was never found in the Aedes aegypti mosquito. Right. So scientists managed to put it inside the Aedes aegypti right. mosquito to use it. Okay. For also, it's not some man-made. Chemical no, that no. we edit their genome. Not at all. No, it's, it's natural. It's totally natural. It's not nothing to do with genetic modification. Right. So to summarize, because the female mosquito <laughs> can only mate once and stores all that sperm, so once she mates with a wobakia mosquito and then she's she's done for life and then it's incompatible. So then, oh, monogamy. Excellent summary of it. So so once the male wobakia okay. mosquito wow. gets to her first. If Ooh. the urban male mosquitoes try to get to her, yeah. she's already got her yeah. Wolbachia. Yeah. Wait, so she will dodge the male? 
Like if got another male want to come and uh, copulate, copulate yeah. we call it. <laughs> yeah. At least we reduce the levels yes. of like reproduction. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you gotta overwhelm yes. the females. Yes, they they do when they mate. There is mass swarming anyway. They're gonna finally yeah. feel like, eh? How come like so wanted uh, suddenly? Like, <laughs> this, this is so fascinating. Yeah, just yeah. it's very fascinating. See, what's the effectiveness of like the project Wobakia? Oh. So Project Wobakia has been doing really well. We've seen some very good results. Um, at these two study sites that we've been releasing these male Wobakia mosquitoes at for more than a year, we've seen a reduction in the uh, urban Aedes aegypti mosquito population there of about up to 98%. Oh, that's, a, that's amazing, yeah. yeah. And a reduction in the number of dengue cases of up to around 88% at these two sites. So that's, you know, fantastic results. It's one of them Ishun. Um, yeah, uh, a Tampanese and Asian, yes. <laughs> are, are there plans for like a wider spread? Or? Yes, absolutely. So we've been doing studies also at other dengue high-risk areas at um, Chua Chukang and Bukit Batok towns, okay. and they've also shown very good results so far. And uh, we've recently expanded the expansion of the project so to eight more sites. Um, so this is a really a multi-site field study, and it's, uh, we're taking very much a phased approach. But now we uh, will be covering over about 300,000 households in Singapore, Ooh. and we aim to complete coverage of HDB blocks to increase the coverage from about 19% currently to around 31%. Okay. Yeah. Is Singapore so the only country that does this? Um, no, actually, we we are one of the first that really looked into it and, mm. and started the releases. But there are other countries that are using this what we call population suppression approach. So other countries would be um, Australia, China, Thailand, um, the USA, and the French Polynesia. Right. Uh, these other countries are also looking at releasing male mosquitoes to bring down the mosquito population. So how does this work? Like, is it like a daily basis that sound from NEA that goes to an appointed site? And let go 100,000 mosquitoes or? Yes, so we have our uh, research team um, who actually do have their fixed schedules and they, each week they will go and um, at their fixed times and fixed dates they will go and release these mosquitoes at these study sites. Oh, can we watch In fact, actually, so we requested that Prof bring some mosquitoes for us yes. to see, right? Yes. So, <laughs> it's a very big box. Y'all can put your hand in and oh, the mosquito will yeah. not bite you. This is to prove that they are male. Uh. No, it's to prove that it works. So this this was a very powerful oh visual tool that we used. Don't drop um, it, man. <laughs> Ooh, so many. <laughs> oh my oh. God. I didn't expect so many. It really is to prove that male mosquitoes don't bite. So when we first started this project, before we even released any mosquitoes in the wild, we needed to um, tell everybody, all our stakeholders and all the residents at the study sites that these male mosquitoes really don't bite you. And it's one thing to tell everybody, but it's another thing to let them see for themselves. So we, we uh -huh. did all these road shows, all this outreach <laughs> and engagement where we brought along this box of male mosquitoes. Well, not this particular box, but a box of male mosquitoes. <laughs> 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 Who wants to put their hand in first? Dead! No! Dead! Wait, you demonstrate. I never oh, realized how, demonstrate. Okay. how big mosquitoes are. Eh. This is the oh, Singapore yeah, this one. Is really this is really big. big and thick. Eh. Now it explains why she so can glue their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we, see, the uh. ones in the lab are well taken care of. We have very good um, facilities for them. And you know, the they female have mosquitoes right are very attracted to their manliness, yes. very well fed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. so much. They look like they can hunt. So what we she do is, 
This is Wait, a if you sleeve. untie it, will it fly out? Um, no, so you have to make sure that you untie it in the proper way. So but it doesn't, doesn't matter if they fly out. It, really? it, it doesn't. It's true because yeah, we will be releasing got, these yeah, mosquitoes. Got, uh, insect, you got insecticide. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, come. They're going to have to kill all these things. Well, these are expensive mosquitoes, but if you need to kill them, then kill them. Yes. Yeah, it, um, uh, but if they run out of my office, you cannot catch them really. Well, in, I mean, we are releasing these mosquitoes into oh, the really? neighborhood, so yeah, they're totally yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah, I really am itching. This government property. Yeah. So what you do is you put your hand inside okay in this this sleeve <laughs> literally all just go to his hand what? and then you'll see mosquitoes the male mosquitoes are attracted to your hand and the reason why they're attracted even though they're not blood feeding is because they're looking for a female mate wait they are attracted they are attracted all right so it's like going to the river yes they think that they're looking for a female mate so some people again are more attracted than others obviously i'm not attractive I've done enough this yeah, sorry. But, um, I'm, I'm very attractive to yes, yes. okay okay okay, okay, okay your okay, turn baby, what was he See, so to bring nothing has bitten me. Okay, then first, yeah. then first. Let's go. Right. She got five mosquitoes. Okay. <laughs> What's that bottle? Just, just, just water with it. So this is sugar solution. Oh. This is for the uh, the mosquitoes Spooler. to feed on. Just like the flower nectar right, right, plant right. juices in the wild so that they can survive. Okay, done. Okay. Oh my gosh, Dan okay. is so exciting for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I do. So you actually won't even feel anything because they're so light. Can okay. you try can you try poking one of them? Like try touching one. You just leave your hand there and see if they come to you. See, they're so elegant, so beautiful. They're actually not <laughs> okay. going to harm you. These are Arguably. male mosquitoes are totally harmless. Okay. How do you feel, Dan? How do you, I, How do you feel, This Dan? is very strange. I usually hate mosquitoes. Are they, are they landing on you? No, not at all. Like, I'm trying to touch one, but I... Oh, oh, one-handed. And oh. then just said, nope. You felt it? Yeah. Oh. No, I, I saw it. sensitive. Okay, can we bring out the female box? No. <laughs> <laughs> With AD, then we see who survive. Let John try. John said he okay. attracted. No, no, I feel like there's nothing to try, leh. They, just, they don't land on you, ah. There you your, your only time in life that you'll get to put your hand inside a box of mosquitoes. That's true, actually. Yeah. And there are, how many mosquitoes do you think there are in here? Um, oh, 200. Uh, 50, 100, 50. 75. Okay, I think Dan's. Oh, there's 200. Oh, no, wait, we're clearing the water from the. 100. Pond. There are usually a couple of hundred in here. Okay. okay. Some of the closest. Mm. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel, John? Harmless, right? I feel a bit. You try touching okay. the one. Oh, oh, there's a mosquito bite, that landed on you. Bye, bye. So interesting. <laughs> they fly away. <laughs> oh, so interesting. Yeah. Now I feel a bit unwanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this just reinforced all my insecurities. <laughs> you a mosquito, don't want you. Oh, so interesting. But you see how important this is as a tool to explain to the public that male mosquitoes are harmless. And they're not going to bite you, and in fact, they're, they're not good. Even interested. Yeah. Should put this all over Singapore. Just we, we are working mozzies. towards expanding yeah. the, the trial to um, help as many dengue high risk areas as possible. Right. Is our end game, right, like for this Project Wobakia, is it to eradicate all of these mosquitoes? So, I mean, that would be wonderful, but eradication of mosquitoes <laughs> is probably not possible um, right. if they've out survived us for so long. Our end game is to reduce the mosquito population to such a level that um, it, it's not a big dengue transmission problem anymore in Singapore. Right. Beneath the, like, the dengue transmission. Are we level. close? We are doing well in our release sites, um, but then time will tell um, as we roll out the study and we, we do more of this. But. Um, you know, the mosquitoes are really very clever. So it's, yeah. um, you know, they're always one step ahead of us. Yeah, the probability is insane because <laughs> if, if they bite a tree, 
people in their lifetime to breed they must first of all find one person with dengue mm. and then in their three bites one of them must have dengue for them to spread yes dengue, the first right? bite the probability have. is so low and yet yeah. but there are millions of, of mosquitoes yeah. there are millions of mosquitoes in fact the mosquito bites more <laughs> than three people in her lifetime because this Aedes aegypti mosquito she's a very stealthy biter so she'll probably if there was one mosquito in here the chances are she'll bite at least three or four of us ah. so but she only needs to feed one time, right? She does, but... It's what part one meal, is it? That multiple yeah, bites? multiple bites to make up that one meal. Right? Oh, oh, I see. Yes, 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 okay. yes, 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 Mm. Depends oh. on how much you suck from each guy. Yes, exactly. So if she manages to suck from one person and the person doesn't disturb her, then she's fine. She'll fly off. But right. if that person disturbs her, she'll fly on to the next person. And right. You know, so wow. if we all just endure mosquitoes when they come, we can also bring down. So just the, just the keep flexing. Rate of transfer. Don't oh. bite. No, others. just let them finish. Yes. Uh. So yeah. spread for the greater good. For the greater good. Take one for the team. Full meal from one bite. It's possible. It's possible. Oh, okay. But you see, if you let her finish feeding on you, there's a higher chance that she's going to transmit dengue to you in her course of blood feeding. Oh. Right. If she takes a small bite compared to a big bite, the the risk of dengue is higher with your big bite. Right. Right. Oh. And they have to. Is it only human blood? For um, Aedes aegypti mosquitoes, they prefer humans. But for other species like Carbopictus, they do feed on um, animals as well. Right. Right. So right. it depends. Aegypti has evolved over time to really preferentially feed on humans and to live in our homes with us. So like, based on your projections, like, what is the end goal for like this project? So um, really, we are using Wolbachia Aedes technology as a complementary control measure for our existing dengue control measures. It's not a silver bullet. It's not a turnkey solution. It's not an off-the-shelf solution. We have to work very closely with our partners to really um, improve automation, improve engineering solutions, which we have been doing for the last few years. But it is a complementary control measure, and we still need everyone to do their part. And the most important thing is everyone getting rid of mosquito breeding, um, removing your stagnant water in your homes, doing your block, and doing your saw and that's really what's going to bring down the number of dengue cases this is just something new that will complement and um, helpfully help to find those female mosquitoes that we haven't been able to find and it's doing fantastically so far but we cannot let our guard down wait yeah, does yeah, the yeah. sticker work okay. does the blue sticker work so mosquito patches can have some limited effectiveness, but usually it's quite localized. Yeah, and it depends on what's on the patch, if it's a oh. chemical mm. um, or if it's a, um, a natural substance such as citronella. What about the coil? Uh, oh, so the coil I'll works by, um, by smoke. Yeah. Um, when you burn the coil, it, the smoke repels mosquitoes, oh. but it doesn't kill mosquitoes. And oh. It's just a very localized right. effect. So by the time it's over, then it's yes. feeding season yeah. again. Okay. But we always say that the most effective um, mosquito repellent to use is something that contains um, DEET or picaridin. So those are the oh, things. If, if it's a DEET or what? What's the picaridin. Picaridin. What is this? Picaridin. It's a chemical substance. Those are known to be very effective against mosquitoes. Okay, I don't really use insect repellent, but do you apply to your skin or your the clothing? You can skin. you can apply to both, really. Um, it depends. If you're wearing a t-shirt like you are, then you would apply to both because if your exposed arms would be more attractive to the host-seeking right, 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 female right. mosquito. Okay, right. yeah. Yeah. Does certain colours attract mosquitoes more than others? Oh, yes, absolutely. So <gasps> this Black. was a PSLE question, yes. what? I didn't do PSLE. Uh, <laughs> sorry. From Malaysia. Um, dark colours. 
Oh, no wonder they don't like you today. Okay, good chat, guys. Okay, once again, thank you to today's partners, NEA. And I hope that you've gotten more insight into Singapore's dengue situation as well as how to protect yourself and your families. Download the MyENV app to get real-time dengue updates. And there's also links in the description down below for you to get more information. Thank you for Professor. Uh, thank you. Thank for. you for Professor. <laughs> <laughs> thank you too, Professor Christina, Ooh. for coming down today and Yay. sharing us so very interesting. interesting facts. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're so fun. You're so fun. See you in the next episode. Bye bye. Thanks for watching. Bye bye. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs> you want to study mosquitoes? I think so. Oh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's amazing, right? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.